Hey, 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 hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode and a brand new season of Friends Till The End. It is your one-stop shop for all things friends. I am Michael, I am pumped, I am excited, and I am joined here in our luxurious headquarters with my bestest buddy in the whole world. It's old Lizzie Lizzie Love Love. How you doing, Elizabeth? Good, Michael. How are you? I am so excited, Elizabeth. It's season two. Feels like forever since we've sat down and talked about friends. You're telling me, man. This is the start of a new season and this is the start to roll it out it is the start of seven podcasts in seven days in celebration of the brand new season we are going to be releasing one podcast every day this week so this is rolling out on the sunday night if you are following with us live we're going to go all the way through seven podcasts in seven days we are hitting the ground running with this season i can't wait Ah, it's gonna be so good that's gonna be great also to celebrate as part of the celebration we are recording this episode in a busy new york coffee shop which is why you may occasionally hear some background music in the background because that's what we're doing today. It's a special time. Oh my God, Elizabeth, can you wait? I can't. No, I cannot. Let's do it then. Before we jump into this episode, before we get into this season, we should probably acknowledge as well that you've been so excited. You've basically been yelling since we finished our last episode. You've been like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You've been doing that since we last um, since we last wrapped up. And because of that, uh, your voice is kind of gone. Yes. Your, your horse is, is a little pony. Yes, I have a very strange sounding voice today, but it, it, it won't last, hopefully. Sounding a bit like Ros Doyle from Frasier. If only, Michael. Mm-hmm, if that's only. True. So before we jump into this episode, I do have a special Friends-themed question for you, if you would so indulge me. I would so indulge you. My question for you, Elizabeth, is as follows. Okay, so we've got six main characters in Friends, if you remember. We have Ross, and we've got his sister Monica... And her best friend, Rachel, who she lives with. And then we've got Phoebe. Don't look at me like this. This is an important <laughs> recap for people that haven't seen it before. Okay, We've yes. got Phoebe as well, who's kind of the cookie, like, hippie flower child of the group. And then you've got, across the hall, old Joey and Chan Chan living together. Like a regular New York Bert and Ernie. Sharing beds and baths with their rubber duckies. Okay. So, but... These, they've all got their own like little characters and stuff. But let's say they were taken out of the Friends world and they had their own show, their own spin-off, if you will. Who would you like to see have their own individual spin-off from Friends? Who do you think that would work best for? Of course, Frasier famously was a spin-off from Cheers. Mork and Mindy was a spin-off of, uh, of, from Taxi. You know, it, there's a great history of American sitcoms with spin-offs. So wh- who do you think would make the best... Which character would you like to see get their own show? Just one character? Just one. You only got one. I'd probably like to see Chandler get his own. Really? Yeah. Why? <clears throat> because I think he's funny. And um, I don't know, he can play lots of different roles. Like he's the typical funny guy, but he could probably also really do well as like a straight-laced kind of guy or like a detective or <laughs> like a veterana- like a lovable veterinarian or you know I could just see him doing lots no, of No, but he's things. the same person. He has to be the same he person. Get, well, yeah, he's Chandler. He doesn't like all of a sudden start solving crimes or have skills to heal animals. It's it's Chandler. But he's uprooted. Maybe he moves. Maybe he goes somewhere else, but he's still he's still Chandler. Yeah, I'd still You want just want to watch a show with Matthew Perry. No, I think I think he it would be interesting. 
Why? Who would you choose? Um, I think he's as good as any. Can I give you a little... Well, here's a heads up, Elizabeth. No something spoilers, Michael. Well, you may or may not no know. No spoilers. But once Friends finished after season 10, one of the characters did get their own spinoff. Well, obviously it didn't do very well because I have no <laughs> knowledge of that. It didn't do very well. I think it lasted mm, three seasons at the most, maybe oh two. Oh my God, that's more I'm, than I thought. I'm not going to tell you who. Okay. But maybe, maybe once we finish season 10, maybe we'll do a little review of, of that one. Maybe not the whole thing. Maybe if I haven't killed you by then. That's true. There's there's no promises that we'll even make it that far. <laughs> so, with the pleasantries out of the way, are you ready to launch into season two? I am more than ready. I know your excitement level was at 8.5 when we last talked about it all those months ago from season one. Has it gone up for you? What what? Where are you right now? Are you so excited to see what happens? I mean, you already know what happens because we just watched it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I am. I think it's maybe it's just because I've seen the whole first season, but I, I'm more excited now than I was starting off. Right. So I'm looking forward. I'm not just like looking away as much as I wouldn't typically watching one. Okay. So I think it's saying something. I'm really excited for this season. You might have been able to tell in my tone since I, we started. I came out hot. Totally. I could tell. Well, there's a couple of reasons for this. I really feel like season two is when the show starts hitting its stride. I know you haven't really seen the show in its best and you maybe don't quite understand why it's so revered by people. But this, I think, I'm hoping by the end of the season you'll start to see that magic. This is when it really starts to shine. But also, something that I have not revealed, pretty much my favorite character, recurring character uh, of the entire run is in this season so i'm excited to get to that particular person oh man but we haven't seen him or her yet right we have not seen him or her yet okay they're coming up it's gonna be maybe six or seven episodes in okay when they appear i think you're gonna know because my little face is just gonna light up so it's someone that was in the first season or no no, no, okay they'll be recurring once we meet they will have a recurring role throughout from here on but in the meantime we are gonna launch into season two Episode one. It's weird to say. Ooh. First premiered on American television September 21st, 1995. So we've had from May to September, had a, a few months off. Yeah, the whole summer off. Four months off. People are gagging to know what happens. Mm. But people want to know, do you still have the magic touch when it comes to predicting the viewing oh. figures? Last The season finale last year got 31.3 million oh viewers. Do you think... They went higher or lower for oh this new episode, which I don't even think we've said the name. It's a bit of a spoiler, but it's the one with Ross's new girlfriend. Hmm. I mean, they left you on such a cliffhanger for the end of season one, but 30, what did you say, 31 point, what was the other one? Three. 31.3 is a lot. It's the highest, it's the highest like they've that, ever yeah, had. Yeah, that's a lot. And I know people are probably wanting it. Oh, they're wanting it. They are wanting it. So bad. I think. Oh, I think I'm gonna say lower though because it's so high. Thirty-two point one million. She started the season off in the worst possible way. Let's just end it. Just, just close Mm -hmm. it. Let's just cancel this whole thing. No way, man. Powering through. Here we go. Um, we open straight into the opening credits. That old familiar music. You seem to think that some of the clips that they showed in the entrance music had changed. They I did. I couldn't really see it. I'm they did. Sure I mean, that. they didn't even have the clapping anymore. What? 
Oh, no. No, they had it like they did umbrellas during the clapping or whatever. No. Yeah, like lots of the things were different. And you could even see because some of the clips were from the last episode of season one. So obviously mm. they had to I guess have so. waited. So then we open pretty much where we left off. We are back in the airport. Rachel is standing there with a bunch of flowers with oh. a look of a giddy little bright-eyed, bushy-tailed schoolgirl waiting for her crush to ask her to the prom. She's waiting there. Standing there, hopeful. This was a this was an image that broke your heart at the end of last season. It sure did, Michael. And yes, emerging from the plane, we see Ross with this new woman in his life. Julie. Who we find out is Julie, and she freaks out. She sees them before they see her, because obviously they're not expecting to see her. She tries to escape in a very clumsy manner, kind of like climbs over people, trips, falls, Busted open her head. I know, it was a serious fall. We've seen Rachel take some licks in the past. Like, that other time she went to the airport and she got the shit beaten out of her oh, trying to get a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> she does Jeez, not have good she's luck. A beast. Yeah. Maybe stay away from the airports, Rachel. They are not your friend. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, we. In the process of falling, she brings attention to herself. Ross spots her, so she sort of just plays it off as, yeah, welcome back, nice to see you. Yeah. Here's some flowers. She meets Julie. She, like a big racist, assumes that she's some sort of visa bride or green card bride that doesn't what? speak any English. And she's like, welcome to our country, like speaking loud and slowly. And, and Julie's like, I'm from New York, so to be fair, you can though, get to fuck. To be fair... Wouldn't you assume that if your friend had just come back from China and there was someone who looked Chinese, that they might be from China and came back with him? Not that they didn't speak English, but that they could be a, a native of China? Sure, but I think... I Yeah, and, that, and that's maybe the point. I, it's not so much that she... You know, of course she wasn't going to naturally think that she was from New York, but... If she has come back and is now clearly hugging up to Ross, it's probably safe to assume that she's got a pretty good grasp on the English language, so you probably don't need to weigh in with the, hi, welcome to the country. These racist writers. So No, racist. it's <laughs> well, racist what, Rachel. The, the director didn't tell her to do that? Of course, but the writers aren't being racist. They did it for comedy. I suppose. So that kind of sets it up. You would think it would be super awkward. Ross would be more questioning of like, why are you here and why do you have flowers? You didn't know I was coming with Julie. But nope, nope. He's happy to just be like, oh, what a nice surprise. Off we go. We then cut to the apartment. The lads, Joey and Chandler, sporting a couple of spiffy new haircuts. Yeah, Joey got cut all of his hair off. Did he? I can't remember what his hair was like. It was like the nice floppy type thing. He's come a long way since that. Honestly. Season one, episode one, bowl cut, greasy oh, yeah. bowl cut monstrosity. <laughs> anyway, it's definitely a step up, and we—it's revealed that Phoebe cut their hair. So, good job, Phoebe. Yeah, she's a jack of all trades, she a Jill all right. of all trades, oh, if you will. Very good. Did you? So you like their haircuts? Not Joey's. Oh boy, my voice just cracked like a prepubescent boy. Not Joey's. No. I thought you just said Joey's one looked nice. It looked fine, but I like the floppy type oh, okay. thing he was sporting at the end of season one. It was very nineteen ninety five. Well, it's still nineteen ninety five, so I suppose it would still be acceptable. Yeah, of course. Rachel kind of rushes in and she's like, ah, "There's someone else at the airport." She's all out of breath. It's kind of like Lassie trying to tell someone that there's a a kid stuck down a well. Oh, Lassie. Yeah. But Lassie gets the point across. That's true. They can understand Lassie. Rachel fails. She sure does. So then Ross and Julie come in. 
introduces him to the group, it is revealed that this isn't just some stranger that he met in China, which is what I always thought, actually. It was only when you sort of listen to the details. I thought, oh, they're moving very quickly considering they just met. Like, he was only gone a week. But it is revealed that they did go to grad school together. So there is a bit of a history there. They knew each other way back when. So they're okay with that. Um... Who's okay with it? They're okay with it, or you're okay with it? I'm okay with it. Okay, you're okay. We're all okay with it. I just want to make sure. I'm just telling all the listeners at home it's okay. They're not <laughs> rushing things. It's fine. It's up to Michael's standards, everyone. <laughs> Gets my seal of approval. Everyone's a little bit bummed out to meet her because everyone was obviously really rooting for Rachel. Yeah. But they yeah. do kind of plaster on a fake smile and are like, yeah, okay, hi, Julie, nice to meet you. They they just swung back to say hi, which I don't think they even would have done. Like, he goes, sure. to, he goes to see them first before he goes to see his kid? Come on. I, I mean, mean, I suppose they probably felt obligated because Rachel came all the way to, like, see them. So they're like, oh, we'll have to go to the bloody apartment now. But Could they've be. just flown from China. China's, like, on the other end of the earth. That's a long flight. It is a long a flight. A chicken puked on Julie's lap? No, or? no, it pooped on her okay, lap. Okay, fine. They've had a tough time. I would, I, I almost, they could be forgiven for not even going to see Ben, first of all. I guess. By the way, still no Ben. I'm pretty sure he just doesn't exist. Ben was born two episodes ago. Still no sign of him. We're gonna add him to the drinking game. Whenever Ben <laughs> a appears, ben sighting. three drinks. Yep, three drinks. Well, if you see three then. drinks, but I imagine that we'll see him at some point, and then it oh. could be like the whole episode, and we would just be yeah, but wasted just, in ten minutes. If he's in an episode, three drinks. There we go. Okay. Not every time he's on screen. That'd be, oh, okay. that'd be absurd. They're crazy. So the quick intros, they head off. Everyone's like, no, no, Rachel, we're sorry. And yeah, that's where we're at. Rachel's kind of, she put herself out there to an extent. At least all the all the non-Ross members of the group know that she was going to make a go of it. Yeah. So, you know, she's a little bit hurt. She, we see in the coffee shop that she kind of has recruited Chandler to speak to Ross. Mm-hmm. To kind of let him know. Because Joey's too dumb, maybe? Nah, I think just because Chandler's his oldest friend, really. And oh, then, I didn't know that. And so Ross is like, oh, no, I mean, when I was away... So Chandler was like, what's going on? Why, I thought you were in love with Rachel. And he was like, yeah, but I kept hearing this voice in my head that it's never going to happen. And he's like, that voice was you, Chandler. Thank you so much. And Chandler's like, no. <laughs> you know, sort of tugging nervously on his collar. Absolutely. But so it's Chandler's kind of to blame. He does not share that fact with Rachel, obviously. Elsewhere... Because Phoebe did such a good job cutting Joey and Chandler's hair, Monica would like to recruit Phoebe. Yes. Give her a haircut. Phoebe is reluctant because Monica is a micromanager of the highest degree. She just is a little bit of a control freak. Mm-hmm. You know, she likes things the way she likes them. So she's resistant. So Monica has to try and win her over. Mm-hmm. Chandler needs a tailor. He's having a suit made. Joey recommends a guy guy that's been in the family did his father's suits he's been going there for years yeah sends him in that direction so that's kind of where we're going with those guys monica needs a haircut chandler needs a suit nice little filler for the episode mm-hmm. while we worry about this whole rachel and ross thing right for rachel and ross oh man we've had a bit of a role reversal for those two haven't we honestly man. now it's like rachel being pissed and kind of slightly fawning over him without him noticing because ross is too mm-hmm. engaged in Loved Julie's, up, yeah. oblivious. Yeah, we're definitely the characters have basically swapped roles of how it was last season. Yeah, it's a fun little dynamic. Weird. I hope we don't see it for the whole season, but uh, it's fun for for a couple of episodes anyway. 
To be fair, Ross is kind of rubbing the relationship in Rachel's face. They're kind of... I'm not sure if he's doing that intentionally. He, no, he's definitely not doing it on, uh, intentionally because he is very oblivious to, to Rachel's feelings. But he is, you know, he's taking lovey phone calls in their living room and he's kind of walking along. There's a time where he's basically sitting in Rachel's lap and he's like, you hang up first, you hang up first. Uh, you do see you, that in like every sitcom, don't you? How do you like loved up happy Ross as opposed to sad sack love Lauren Ross? Sad sack Ross. Um... Uh, he's just the same for me. He's like, just the same. Yeah, I like I like Dad Ross. You like Dad Ross? Yeah. Well, you're not gonna see much of Dad Ross. <laughs> he neglects not. his duties throughout the season. No, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying. Like the sad Zachary was so in your face, and now this is just like over the top, kissy, lovey, ugh, nonsense. Mm-hmm. I don't like that either. So they're doing the sort of you hang up first, you hang up first. Then it gets to a point where Rachel can't take it anymore. She snatches the phone out of Ross's hand and hangs up for him. Big laughs from that. Don't you think? <laughs> no? Yeah, there Not were sure. big laughs. I thought I thought it was quite good, especially the way like he's sort of like he's looking at her funny, she's like, Oh, I thought you were talking to me. And he's like, Rachel, you big dope. <laughs> so then he, he phones her back. So <laughs> cool, let me call her back, let me call her back. Oh mm-hmm. Lord. Needy much, huh? So Rachel is feeling a bit down in the dumps over this, so she goes and commits a bit of a mistake. Happens to the best of us, Does Michael. it? It goes back, yep. So she makes a bit of an error. She lets a man back into her life. Someone that she had cast aside in season one. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not the evil orthodontist. It is... Who is it, Michael? It's Tommy Wiseau's hot Italian brother. It's Paolo! Paolo! Yeah, Paolo's back. Were you happy to see him? So happy. Oh my god, he's the best, isn't he? Yeah, she she hairy Italian rippling bod. Mm-mm-mm. Rachel pokes her head out the morning after and is like, "Guys, can you all close your eyes?" <laughs> like, "What?" She's like, "I did something bad." And then Paolo kind of breaks through the door and he's like, "Hey, everyone." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh boy." Paolo's back and he's back to his old pervin on Phoebe ways. Grabs her ass while she's pouring yeah. coffee. Boy, oh boy, that guy. <laughs> he is what a legend. <laughs> He's a shagger. He's a shagger, yes. It's just, he'll be that way to the day he dies, presumably of some STD. <laughs> Monica eventually persuades Phoebe to give a haircut. Phoebe, being Phoebe, gives a little pep talk to the hair, <laughs> telling them some of you will get cut and some of you won't, but it doesn't, I promise I won't hurt you. I say that as I'm fondling Elizabeth's Stop hair. Stop it. Can I give you a haircut after this? She just has to be sensitive. Like, yeah. you know, she doesn't want to neglect anyone. It's a scary thing for hair. All of a sudden, there's some scissors coming in. I'm and sorry, you lose what? some friends. It's a just scary... Just keep going, just keep oh, going. Oh, my goodness. So, the haircut does not go quite as planned. Monica is kind of wincing and uncomfortable throughout. And she's worried that she's cutting it too short. And Phoebe's like, no, it's fine. That's the way he wears it. And Monica's like, what do you mean he? <laughs> And there's a bit of a mix-up. It seems that Monica requested a Demi Moore haircut. Mm-hmm. Or as you Americans would say, Demi Moore haircut. How do you say it? Demi. Demi. Like Sammy. But I think she pronounces it Demi. Right. But we don't pronounce it that way. But if she if she pronounces her mm-hmm. name like that, what? wouldn't you go by what she pronounces it? No. I don't care no? what she has to say. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> um, Michael. Mm-hmm, that's fine. So she thinks that she's getting a Demi Moore haircut. Is that better? But Phoebe thought she was talking about Dudley Moore. 
Do you know who Dudley Moore is? I do not. He's, a, he's an actor. Okay. What does his hair look like? To be fair to uh... Phoebe, she kind of nails it. Yeah, <laughs> she, she gets does. It quite, it's pretty good considering oh, she thinks that she's doing Dudley Moore. Oh, he died. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Oh, no. But he wasn't dead when they had filmed that. And no. he died in 2002. That's so sad. It's well, like 5'3? Everybody dies. That is very short. But not everybody lives. (laughs) He's from London. So that doesn't go too well. Someone having an equally disastrous time on a new venture is Chandler, as he goes to get a new suit and gets felt up by Joey's Italian tailor. Doesn't go well. No. No, it doesn't. It's a little off-putting for Chan Chan. Mm Mm-hmm. He, yep, gets felt up while he's measuring up. He goes, he's obviously not happy about it, goes to talk to Joey. Joey seems to think that this is the way that it's done. Yeah, you know, he says when you're measuring for pants, this is the way they have to do it to make sure the measurements are accurate. And Ross was probably the best line of the show. Is like, oh yeah, that's the way that they do it. In prison! (laughs) Uh, His delivery is pretty good there. Yeah. So... Yes, uh, Joey makes a startling discovery. It is, it's kind of a gross thing that your tailor would cop a feel. It's positively disturbing when you can factor in the fact that Joey has been going to that guy by his own admission for 12 years, which means that that guy has been feeling up his 14-year-old junk. Uh, Probably should be in prison alongside Monica. But they're not painting the Italians terribly well in this. The Italian tailor is copping a feel. The Italian shagger is grabbing people's butts. True. Um, Yeah. So, Rachel's having a tough time. She has a heart-to-heart with perhaps an unlikely person. She kind of confides in Joey over it. Mm -hmm. Joey is not really known for his sage wisdom, especially when it comes to matters of the heart. He's a a bit of a shagger as well, but he he does comfort her. He's sort of like, I've been with a lot of girls, but I never felt like them the way Ross feels like you. So he's trying to like push Rachel to be like you should just you should just tell them yeah they've only been together for two weeks and that's fair enough actually I think like she wasn't expecting it and she was gonna tell him anyways so yeah I and think... yeah it would give Ross a lot to think about but why not it's information that he would want to know yeah like, he's obviously been pining for Rachel for so long I mean it's good that he is taking steps to get over her but like you don't get over someone that quickly, so, like, you'd be doing them in a favor, really. I suppose. Yeah. That's how That's I see it. That's a tricky one. Yeah. I suppose it but is. finally he made, I don't know, like, he decided, forget it, I'm just going to go for someone else, because it's not going to happen. Why am I wasting all my time? Mm-hmm. I'm going to dedicate my heart to someone else for a while. Which is nice. Uh, he, he made that decision and he went and he ran with it. I think where <laughs> we are right now, though, if you were to just be like, you can have Rachel or you can have Julie, I think he would still pick Rachel. Probably. So their probably... history is longer, I yeah. guess. So someone well. just needs to clue him in. It's just strange that Chandler, who's been so keen to like point him in the direction all through last season, is, is now sort of sitting on the fence quietly about it. Yeah. Mm. But at any rate. I mean, he's just doing what he thinks is best. Ross and Julie turn up in the apartment. Apparently they were invited to be there earlier. But then Ross is like, oh, sorry, we're late. There was touching. Which is a massively inappropriate and gross thing to say. That was so weird. No one wants to hear that. Like, if I were Julie, I'd be furious. She'd be like, I don't know these people. she did give him a look, but I I was thinking about it. Well, she playfully hits him. 
I guess, but like I was thinking about if some of my best friends came in, were like, "Oh, sorry, we're late for this." There was touching involved. I'd be like, oh, "Okay, guys." I'd like, just be like, "But I genuinely don't want to know about that." Yeah, like that—that's great. That's wonderful. But why? I think he's, I think he's trying to make Monica jealous. You mean Rachel? Nope. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> call back to our early episodes of Friends. Yeah. There's been less of that. Thanks the Lord. Yeah. Maybe. Someone pointed it out. There's a little too much incest going like, on hey guys, for us. I've got one note. Maybe maybe hold off on the touchy feelings. <laughs> maybe not sit on each other's laps. So anyway, uh, Rachel kind of pulls Ross aside and you think that she is going to tell him how she feels. And he kind of opens up to her. Well, first of all, she's like, oh, Paolo, he's, he's gone. That was just a mistake. Mm-hmm. And Ross kind of opens up about his hatred for her for him. Holds off on calling him a crap weasel this time. <laughs> Does call him scum. And he's like, you, you deserve to be with someone who knows just how sweet and perfect and sexy you are. And again, just like not appropriate things to say to like somebody. In a yeah, you had like this sound come out of you when he said the word sexy. You're like, ugh. Well, like you don't call like your platonic friend sexy like i don't care if you're like giving them a pep talk when they're feeling down you would say like you're you're sweet and you're funny and you're you know you're good looking like you don't say sexy it's weird well it's gross he's and still it's trying weird. to figure out how to talk to her yeah. you know but i mean it's doubly inappropriate considering that he has like a girlfriend now it's like julie would be like i don't want you calling your friend's sexy. Yeah, please, I guess so. please don't do that anymore. <laughs> you can think it, but you can't say it out loud. Yeah. Ross. So anyway, um, he gives her that pep talk, and she from that, like he sort of brings it around to Julie. He's like, "You deserve someone who feels the way of you, the way that I feel about Julie." And from that, Rachel's like, "Oh, okay." So she does the noble thing, and she doesn't say anything. Right. And they just go on. Hey, I was wondering if you could talk in your Ross voice a little more. Uh yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay. You'll all be greens out. So oh, anyway, I can't do it. But even like through all of that, he is like we've seen that them on the balcony like two or three times, standing way too close to each other, and yeah. Ross saying things that are just a little bit too on the nose. It's like, come on, you don't need to stand that close to them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's kind of where we're at. Um, the episode wraps up with Joey telling his dad that that's not how you measure pants. <laughs> that's funny. End of and Chandler the just sitting there with this blank stare on his face. Chandler is furious. He's just been violated. So then in the end credits, Julie is hanging out in the coffee shop with Phoebe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess she's just learned that Phoebe cuts hair. So she's like, oh, will you cut my hair? I really want hair like Andy McDowell, uh, which is insane because... <laughs> Andy McDowell has, like, frizzy hair. Well, that was a style. Ugh. Well, what's Phoebe going to do? Like, sit and style it? Put her in no, the I curlers? I think she just means and... a little shorter. Ugh. Not a fan of Andy McDowell. Mm, Terrible yeah. actress. She is not very good. She is the worst. Um, so Phoebe's like, yeah, let's go cut your hair. And so Julie leaves, and Phoebe's about to leave, and she sort of turns to Rachel and like, I want to make sure that I've got this right. Is Andy McDowell the person from... Uh, what did she say? Did she say Groundhog Day? Oh, four, four weddings, weddings and a funeral. And funeral. Right. Mm-hmm. Four weddings and funeral, yep. And Rachel's like, no, that's someone else. And then like, she... not Randy McDowell, but some other, yeah. like, name. And then she's like, the one you're thinking of, Andy McDowell is in Planet of the Apes. So probably something very hairy and shaggy, or I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Clearly she's... not what Julie is looking for. 
setting her up for failure yet again. Yeah. So, and that's how the episode kind of ends. Julie goes off to presumably get a terrible haircut. But will it be terrible? Uh, We'll just have to wait and see. We shall see. That wraps up Season 2, Episode 1. We did it. The one with Ross's new girlfriend. It's a brave new world. Feels great. We've got 23 more episodes of this season. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yeah, but just think of it. By this time next week, we'll only have, like, whatever 23 minus 7 is. (laughs) Like, it'll be fine. 16? I don't don't know. know. I'm no mathematician. Mathematician. I'm no no mathematician. Mm. Uh, It's excited though. Did you enjoy that episode, Elizabeth? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was Uh good. Did you feel suitably, when you leave something on a cliffhanger, you kind of have to deliver something satisfying at the other end to make up for the weight? Do you think they did that? Um, They probably could have done a bit more. Like, Julie's just like a regular, real nice Mm -hmm. person. Yeah. Like, there's nothing really, like, wrong with her that you might be looking for. Yeah. She's just a typical, kind woman. Yeah. So, I think I was looking for something a little different. Like, I was hoping that she would be maybe a little out there or really over the top in some way. But, mm. no, she's just, no. like, average. Yeah, and I, I feel like the cliffhanger almost doesn't pay off because um, nothing really comes of it. Like, Rachel doesn't have to really work very hard of explaining why she's there like it's not like she has to be like oh yeah i was like just passing or i'm waiting for someone else or like there there was no real stakes to like you're thinking oh no he's gonna see this new girl i mean how is she gonna explain her being there it's gonna be super awkward but it isn't it's just sort of like totally fine so yeah like i don't know I think it was fine for us because we just took a couple of days off from watching it but i think if you'd waited a few months for that you would want a more rewarding Mm -hmm. payoff yeah. I think. But anyway, it does progress the story well. We are now in this role reversal. Rachel is pining for Ross. Ross is oblivious. I mean, clearly Julie's going to be sticking around. Julie's going to be around for a while. Yep, they seem very happy together. So, should be good fun. Yes. I, I, I'm looking forward to our next one. Let's bash on, as you would say. What's next, Michael? Our next episode, season... Two, episode two. Is it hard for you to say season two? You're not used a to it. A little bit. <laughs> it's almost like I almost want to carry on just like numerically. This is technically episode 26, but we're going we're gonna to keep with the season breakdowns, I think. All right. It's season two, episode two, make a wish. It is the one with the breast milk. The one with the breast milk. Mm-hmm. So maybe Ben will be in this episode. <laughs> well, you would hope so. Or maybe just the, the talk of him or like him behind a closed door. They you might know, at least reference him for more than a, a passing split second. All right, cool. I'll look forward to it. I will look forward to it also. Oh boy. Season two. Getting closer and closer to this great new character. <laughs> I don't want to build them up too much, actually. We'll, we'll just see. Him? Them, I said. Th- them? I said. Okay. Don't want to give it away. All right. All right, um, so we will wrap that up. Obviously, normally we would say see you next time, but because this is the beginning of seven podcasts in seven days, we will see you tomorrow if you're listening to this, if you're following along with this in real time as we release the episodes. If, of course, you're listening to these in the future, uh, Elizabeth and I will probably be dead by then. But also, you know, you, you can just listen to the episodes whenever you want anyway, because you're not following along in real time. But that's fine as well. We appreciate you listening. If you want to join in the fun and games, of course, we do have a Twitter account, at FriendsPod, where we communicate with our fans of the show. If you want to, you know, tell us your favorite Friends memories or anything like that, or even make a suggestion for the show, that is the place to do it. And if you do want to help us reach a larger audience, 
definitely spreading the word with friends by word of mouth is a huge way of doing that and also going along to iTunes and leaving us a nice friendly review I don't want to say you have to give us five stars but if you think it's worth it then five stars if if, if you're gonna give us if you think we're somewhere in like the three star range you can help us by not leaving a review at all because that just hurts us but hopefully we are up there four stars yeah go for it that's fine too um, until then Elizabeth it's just gonna be a one day more till the next episode no breaking out in song not yet alright I will I will hold off I'm looking forward to asking you many questions about breast milk <laughs> oh boy and I will definitely have those answers <laughs> Uh, until then, thank you all so much for listening. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. Bye.